Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What the fuck is wrong with hey, you? Start fucking with niggas' tax money. You you might get assassinated. Yeah, you know? for real, for real. Niggas be down there. You don't want to do that. On top of that, yeah, three people, because you know, um, all the... Uh, National parks are run by the government, so they're not working. And this one lady, one lady died because they were they were hiking, and I guess it was, it was really windy. Tree fell, and it was heading to one of her kids, and she got in front in front of her kids. She died, and there was nobody there to, to help her. And then uh, three other people died. I want to say in Yellowstone, uh, three people died. You know, and there's nobody to help them. I heard something about that. Uh, it was like uh, one of the NPR shows or something like that. They talked about. You know some of the shutdowns, how it's affecting the national parks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about the national mall uh, and and whatnot too. So, uh, hey, y'all voted for? Them. Yep, sure did. Fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get what you pay for, what you vote for, or whatever. When them tax returns don't come flying, yeah, everybody gonna be, gonna be hot. right. Everybody gonna have a problem. They're gonna be hot. Matter of fact, whatever week that is where they supposed to come in, I'm going to be real nice to everybody, especially black people. How you doing, sir? Nigga, put me off. man. Get the motherfucker, man. I'm sorry. Understand. Have a good day, sir. I need just come to Mojang down here. I don't either. I don't want no problems. Niggas be on edge already. I ain't telling nobody I'm an accountant. Say, fam, help me get this Nope, sorry. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Can't help you, sir. I what you voted for, man. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. Hey, but it, it goes back to the whole thing with the kids in the cages and not like niggas don't care till it affects, affects them. them. Mm-hmm. Right. When it affects you, then it's like, yeah, why this nigga? It's like, nigga, he been on this. Don't give yeah. a fuck about people's shit. Them niggas still get paid during the government shutdown. Right. Right. Which is hella foul. That's what uh old girl was saying in the the new congresswoman from uh from the, I don't know what uh, her last name is. I know who you're talking about right. the, the younger one. Yeah, the younger yeah, one. Yeah. Talk about the situations like this, why are we still getting paid. Right. Like why why are we still like if, if we got employees And that's and why nobody's in the crib. Right, that's why nobody's in a hurry to Ocasio, yeah, Ocasio. That's why nobody's in a hurry to fix this shit because they still get paid. It's fucked up. It really is. He ain't found shit. No, he ain't found shit. He ain't found a goddamn thing. Well, folks, you know what it is. Whatever. We back. Season two. Season two. Season two. The saga continues in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Spaghetti and I feel like I would do that. Like if I was a waiter, especially like at a upper class restaurant, that would be my presentation and stuff. Well, our specials for the day. You know what I'm saying? We have the garden salad, fresh with the basil. It was like right. make it all sound exciting, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, the guy, like, look at that one. The guy in the in the car commercials, the Mitsubishi car. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I guess some some of the best waiters or waitresses I've had are ones that have been personable. You know what I'm yep. saying? And yeah. Funny or say funny shit. Uh, yep. Be creative. Yeah. Right. Cause, yeah, you working for that uh, that tip for that tip, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if you know, of course, everybody you make laugh or smile ain't gonna tip you good, but better chance than niggas who you know frowning and upset, right? Because you upset, like 
That whole system is fucked up anyway. That they work off of tips. Yeah, they can it can pay like what? How much an hour? Mm-hmm. Like to some. It depends. Yeah. It, it depends. It depends on whether the I think I think the restaurant does like uh alcohol. Uh well that tip share. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. if they do tip share, they do that, especially with the bartender. The bartender, uh, yeah, they, tips. that's the tips. The I think, but I think if they do that shit, then you get paid what minimum wage or whatever mm-hmm. restaurant wants to pay, and then you know the pool of tips. The system is very flawed. It is. There's, there's so many flawed systems in this country. <laughs> and they need a fucking that's union. a fact. They have, they, need they have a union. Do they? I think so. Really? Do they have unions in Texas? I feel like Texas is a, a non-union Non-union state. state. They will fuck your union up if you try to come here. Well, Texas is just... That's a good question, though, because with all the... Uh, they have to. Cause yeah, because all, all the cards... I feel like you have to have the, the ability uh, to have one, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have one that's, like, thriving and doing things. You might just have what one. What about, like, like the, the car builders and, like, Toyota and everybody yeah, else? Is right. Right. The airport folks and uh, the airport union. Uh, they uh, fucked they said TSA been calling in sick because they're not getting paid. Yeah, so they're not quitting. They just like I'm not I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, all all fifty thousand of us <laughs> happen to get sick on the same day. <laughs> Government shut down. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, which is stupid. We're in day fifteen now. Yeah, like we were talking, this motherfucker gonna hold out. Uh, just a grandstand because he's not gonna get what he wants. Uh, what he wants to to uh, what Congress to pay for, pass something that pays for, for the, the wall. wall, right? I thought he already was receiving like GoFundMe shit for that, like yeah, there's a million a GoFundMe something GoFundMe dollars. Yeah, or something. But, but he can't use it. But he needs he needs five billion dollars to build the wall. So, but this whole time, what was his whole campaign thing? If we're gonna build the wall, and Mexico was gonna pay for it. And Mexico's like, 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 fuck you. And Mexico's like, it's it. So it's almost at this point, the wall is just a monument to himself. Right. Basically. Something that'll be there once he's no longer. Yeah, once he's president. no longer president, once right. he's dead and gone. Dickhead. And, yeah. the, and then I see be the, his legacy. The, the drawings of the proposed wall with eight marks of people pointing to where people can still get in there by boats on either side. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, there's really no point in the shit. It's like, ridiculous. It's really no well, and it's not an issue for the country. It's just an issue for him and his base. Right. Who thinks it's an issue for the country. Well, it also comes down to the geography of the area because some parts of the so-called wall that's going to be so-called built in the first place can't be built on. Right. You know, uh, they were saying something about uh, the soil wouldn't support the weight, you know, so it would fall. So it's like, yeah. you're wasting money in the first place. When you're cutting off certain rivers, too, I think it's like the Rio Grande or the exactly. Colorado and shit. Exactly, exactly. And people know, have land. Yeah, and cattle, like that. Get, yeah. get the land taken from, from, uh, from them and shit. Man, they, Mexicans built tunnels years ago. They, they wall ain't going to do shit. They but, are but inventive. They're going right. to figure out a way. But here's the thing, like the, the influx of illegal immigrants are not the ones that are coming into America from Mexico the ones that are here and visas expired mm-hmm. or whatever that haven't went back home you know right. what I'm saying mm-hmm. or, or haven't been deported or whatever so I mean the problem's already here you building the wall you're just keeping the problem inside but I mean these motherfuckers the the problem right because we yeah. know the real problem is fucking white men but you know Facts. anything to take away from that white men in R. Kelly apparently this week motherfucker wow I just Motherfucking I've been saying it for years son Right I 
podcast. I just, we gonna get into I, that. I missed, I missed the new episode last night when lady, 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 lady went and uh and got her daughter back. No, I saw it. On site. Yeah, I saw it. Catch these hands on sight. I just, I was just sitting there with my, my mouth open. I right. was just like, it's some, it's some really it's, it's, weird shit that this nigga does. And I, and I didn't know that 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 the girl in the video was Sparkle's cousin. Yeah, you know that? No, her niece. Her niece. Oh, her yeah. niece. Yeah. yeah, you know that? Yeah. Just, I haven't watched it. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into Sunday edition. There's football going on today. That's right. Uh, Y'all ain't gonna hear me talking about 42 minutes. I'm gonna be quiet as fuck. This nigga here. My team playing. Uh, We'll get into some topics. Uh, Probably gonna be a little bit shorter than uh, what we normally do. We ain't got that many many things to go on. We can always double up. We can do this one and then do it again early next week or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably hit y'all with two. Yeah. But you know what it is. Corey, AKA, infamous one, infamous El Wapo. AKA Bimbo Skillet. AKA the nigga that does this. AKA Son of Black Krypton. AKA DJ Itchy Scratchy on the ones and twos. DJ Itchy Scratchy. Have AKA. you ever written these down or you just do this for the time? It's off the dome. It's pretty good. AKA yeah. Shooter It's impressive. I, I mean, yeah, because he never forgets it. Nope. I always remember the new ones too. Like, ever. I don't know what I'm saying. Wait for him to have a day where he'll just like, yeah, yeah. when you do, I'm calling you out. Yeah. Going ham. Nigga, you forgot. <laughs> Hey yo, this is uh, Carl, aka uh, R&B Drive by Shit. I almost forgot my shit. Ah, yeah. Uh, aka R&B Charlton. What's Ooh, up, people? Yeah. And of course, y'all hear that? It's the friction. I don't know why I'm doing it. But either. so, this is <laughs> the light skin guy in the motherfucking building. Mm-hmm. Ready to chop it up. Chop it up. So, uh, this is the first official uh, podcast of uh, 2019. We made it. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We made it. So, I'm going to look up for the next one. There has to be some movie somewhere where it was supposed to be some shit in two ni- 2019, like flying cars or robots or something. I mean, the Jetsons, yeah. The whole Jetsons shit was a fucking lot. Well, oh, what was, was right the era, though? It was uh, 2000. I oh, believe. from 2000? Yeah. But I want something that, like, if I can, I'm going to try to find a movie where they specifically said this year. Because this, this year always sounded, like, way crazy far in the future. Like, when you was a kid and shit, 
It's like 1998. They're like, yeah, by you know 2015, you ain't gonna have whatever. We like, nigga, we ain't gonna be here 2015. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It's too far away. 2020. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. 2020, too short to have colonies on Mars and shit. Right. Intergalactic travel, Star Trek type shit. Yeah, uh, 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 transport and shit. Yeah, yeah. being able to we beam out. That shit. And we barely got electric cars in this motherfucker. Right. Shit. We do feel like I do feel like human beings as a whole are underachieving and shit. Like we should have been done had yep. some flying cars. Fuck that. Instead, we got Trump. No, yeah, no, because yeah, we got Trump. No, because there would be mass hysteria. People drive bad on the ground would, as it is. You would think with the sky. I mean, so no. Elon. That's what Elon Musk had no. said was that the the risk. He was like, we don't need flying cars, first of all. And he said, it's compounded by the risk of anything falling from the vehicle. He was like, from the tire to something small. He said, it's immediately lethal to anybody on the ground. Right. He was like, so there's really no point in it, you know. Right. And then, you know, there would have to be, you know, a certain... All of them. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... You know how fucking mad I'd be if I get killed by a tire from a flying car? Yeah, I'm gonna be angry all my afterlife. Right, you sit by you, your ghost is sitting right next to your body and shit all <laughs> smushed up and shit. It's like some bullshit. Like, oh, like when they ask you, how did you die? Walking down the goddamn street, like how did you die? Nigga, I got hit by a motherfucking tire. Right, all the flying cars, huh? Yeah, yeah. nigga, the flying car. Flying you know, James, it happened to him too. <laughs> <laughs> James over there, angry as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least yours was tired. <laughs> like, I got hit by a muffler, right, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking nose dive. Hit me in the back of the head. Like, Look at this shit. Look at it. I also beat up you shit. You sit there in the lobby and shit, but you never know. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. Then that nigga switched up. Right. 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 It's like, I'm next. He's like, look at that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, they're bringing Michael Keaton back. Oh, they are. I'm mm-hmm. you can't do it without Michael. Yeah, you gotta have. Keaton. You gotta have Keaton. Gotta have Keaton. Gotta yeah. have Keaton. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a classic. I ain't seen that in years. Yeah, I ain't seen it in a while. I don't. I'm still back and laugh. This year, but I ain't seen it in a while. I was supposed to back and laugh at that shit. Yeah, man. This is, I remember. Uh, what was that movie with Denzel and Russell Crowe back in the day? Where he was like a futuristic cop. Town cop. No. No, it was uh, John Clark. Virtuosity. Virtuosity, yes. It's basically the same yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but well, better, I thought Virtuosity was better. Better actors. Denzel. But, yeah, Denzel. Russell but it was Crow, saying, right? yeah, Russell Crowe, young Russell Crowe, trying to make his name. But the same thing, like he coming out the virtual reality and, you know, chasing this thing down. I got to look that up because I feel like that year had to be 2020 something. I don't think that was that far in the right, future. Because right. that movie came out like 95, 93, right. something like that. I gotta look it up. It's gotta be a little bit further along and shit. Time cop. Did you read? I read a little blurb that uh, the director from Street Fighter said that it was difficult directing Street Fighter because Van Damme was coked out of his mind the whole time. That makes, that makes wow. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense. He said then they broke the budget bringing in Raul Julia. He said he was fantastic, but he was like it was hard as fuck to kind of put it together because Van Damme. That, that movie was, was, was trash horrible. anyway. Your the movie was fucking horrible. It was a horrible. film. Right. 
was horrible. It was just them trying to, you know, money grab. Yeah. I mean, it's like when they made Mario or Double Dragon or some shit like that. They were hoping that the video game, you know, success, success would get motherfuckers to come see the movie and shit, and it just didn't happen. I hated the Double Dragon movie because I loved that game. I was like, Facts. this movie sucks. Right. And the Mario movie was trash. The Mario too. movie was terrible. I like that they put uh, Leguizamo in it. I was cool with that, but everything else, it was dumb. Right. It was really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Fucked up our our nineties childhood stuff. I mean, what <clears throat> video game movie has actually been good? In all honesty, Mortal Kombat wasn't terrible. The first one, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like, yo, this is a classic. This is epic. It was like, um, the last Tomb Raider wasn't all that bad. I haven't seen the last yeah, one. I've seen, seen, seen it in bits and pieces. HP, yeah, that's not yeah, that bad at all. I've seen it in bits and pieces. Like her uh, better than Jolie? Yes, way better. Ready Player One, even though I know that's technically not a after a video game, it's after a book, but it's about video games. Really good. good. Ready you Player seen One is pretty good. Yeah, I've seen it too. I still ain't watched it yet. Okay, yeah, you gotta watch it. It's pretty good. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be mad if they made another one. It was that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Who's in it? Like anybody noticeable or just? Oh, girl that wrote uh, the the Shirat Shirtown shot shot the show. Yeah. Lena Waithe. Yeah, she's in it. Really? Yeah, that's oh. pretty much all. I think <laughs> like I don't know any of these. Other yeah, the lead character. I mean, I, I've seen it in other, other movies, but I, I don't know. Like, okay, I can tell you what his name. Uh, is. Yeah, I can tell you. And his love interest of the lead female. Okay, I can tell you. Yeah. That's what I'm ready for. Too. I'm ready for these uh, um, black shows to come back on the air. The shy. Atlanta, all them shows. Ready Insecure. for the next season. Insecure. Insecure comes out like in the summer though, doesn't yeah. it? Like midway through. Molly, Molly, uh, little girl play Molly, uh, been out there doing the thing though. Yep. Yeah, been doing the thing. Got a new dude. I say, oh, and the, and the cats from uh, Dear White People been doing their thing. The, uh, Dear White People's about to come back. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because it was cliffhanger at the end of the last season, yeah. so yeah. yeah. It was good, though. Yeah, no, it was good. I love that show. So do I. Yeah, the fucking dialogue and everything is great. It's epic. Mm-hmm. I, I do I do find myself longing for a show where, like, all the dialogue isn't perfect, where it's, like, real people shit. Because, you know, I mean, like, sometimes we think of the right shit to say in the moment, but most of the time, it's we later know, on, we like, know. damn, I should have said that. Yep, <laughs> yep. Like, it's human that. nature. But in these shows, you know, it's like the perfect thing at the perfect moment. Right. Which I, I'm cool with, but I like, uh, that's why I like, like, Atlanta, too, because I feel like it's not that on point. Like, it's not that precise. And it's still entertaining and funny. <clears throat> Dealing with like real people shit. I'm gonna get that DVD set because I like the episode with Cat Williams and the episode for Bibby. The episode with Cat was funny as fuck. That nigga Cat had an alligator in there, and everybody called him the Alligator Man, but nobody had seen it until the police showed up because they had all this drama. And then you see like the uh, what's call it? And nigga let that motherfucker loose. Fucking alligator came out. Police was like, "What the fuck?" And Cat ran out the back door. You see this nigga running down the street. He got a war for that. He got an Emmy for that shit. He had to be that damn war for that shit. He did that shit. Speaking of the Bibby one, Cat Williams, um, do you think he was right about... um, Oh, Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish. Well, I thought he he was right from jump. Because I don't find her... I don't find her... Yeah. I just don't. As far as... I mean, because I I looked up some of her uh, stand-up, and I was like... 
You know, I, I wasn't. I, you I, know, I remember when I she was on even, the new Def Comedy Jam. I didn't think she was funny. Yeah, but. I didn't even chuckle. You know what I'm saying? But it's like she should stick to acting. I don't see why. She, well, and so maybe it's something she actually wants to do. But if not, I'm like, I don't see why you feel like you got to prove yourself as a comedian. If your niche is being the sidekick or the funny black woman in movies, then do that shit. Right. right. So my up. thing you is, you got to prove nothing right. to nobody. For what I read is that she got toasted the night before and um, and was still drunk when she was doing her stand-up, which is why she was forgetting her shit. I, I felt like I was willing to look at whatever her new stand-up was and give it a chance, but it's not like something I was looking forward to. Like, right, she's like going to be captivated or waiting you know, for that shit to pop up. And I'm, I'm assuming she probably got either Kevin or some of his writers or helpers or whatever helping her with her shit, maybe? Maybe? Well, well Kevin's maybe. Been, been accused of jokes stealing too. Yeah. Here lately, so... I don't know, you know. Uh, like well, Kevin's last stand-up special was trash. Was, yeah, was, I didn't laugh at all. Super trash. I didn't laugh. So but I mean, only parts I was funny was we was talking about the uh, the lights at his uh, at his house when he had to walk to the mailbox and shit or do the trash. That's that's actually the part that turned me off was because when he had to describe his house, he like you know I got this long driveway. I felt like you're not relatable anymore. Like you you obviously super wealthy, cool, but when you're doing comedy, even like Chappelle is super wealthy, but he does comedy that's relatable, relatable to right. regular motherfuckers. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't relatable to me, but I thought about if I had a long ass driveway, I'd probably be scared, scared as hell. So that's the one thing that that made me laugh. Other than that, I wasn't I really because I'm not taking that trash out until the morning time. Yeah, you know. So. You know if I have so. a long ass driveway, I probably got people come clean my house. I'm not taking the trash out. Right. Who the fuck am I doing that for? The long ass driveway, I just jump in the car and go out and drive the motherfucker down the end, and you know. That's what I'm saying. Like the his family stuff with his kid, his dad, that kind of that's funny that's relatable when you talking about you know your lifestyle based on where you are now to people who don't live like where you are now it's not funny yeah it's not funny yeah well maybe he should stick to movies too I mean, I think I think his wave is starting to, especially with the stupid shit that came out with him uh, a couple of weeks ago. They saying the Emmy thing is still up in the air. He might still get to host. Oh, word! Because Ellen reached out to the Emmy people, and the Emmy people said that maybe it was a miscommunication and that they're going to review it. So, yeah, because he had Kevin. She, Kevin was on Ellen, you know, talking about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and so I think I guess it was big for her because she's gay to, you know, be like, yo, I want him to host. Right. So, was it Emmys or the Grammys? Emmys. The, yeah. Oh, Oscars? Oscars. 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 Yeah, Oscars. Yeah. We had two, three different shows. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the awards shows. Was, was it the Golden Globes? The BET Awards, yeah. for sure. American Music Awards. <laughs> the Soul Chain Awards, right? Country Music Awards. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and and uh what is he's he's got some movie coming out. Him and with uh him and uh, Ryan Cranston. Um uh, it's supposed to be more serious than funny. A dramatic role. Yeah, it was a dramatic Oh role. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. It looks like it's a good movie. Yeah. Versatility and shit. That looks like it'll be a good movie. Yeah. And then uh he's at the Secret Life of Pest too. Tiffany Haddish is in that one with him. God damn, like is he Nigga just trying to carry and shit? That movie was kinda the first one was pretty God funny damn. though. Pretty much like that little rabbit. Which, which is going to switch because what she needs to do is they're talking about doing a girl's trip too, which may or may not work. Girl's trip was good, but like she needs to kind of go in that direction and kind of, I think, break away from him. Unless unless you're going to just stick with him, then just fuck with Kevin Hart then. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, nah, Kat talking about her not being funny as far as stand up wise. 
He hadn't been proven wrong yet. No, not yet. So that's me. Not to I me. I mean, either. well, you know, of course, he apologized to her, but well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because everybody was like he was hating, but everything's hating when you share your opinion. Because uh, Mike Mike Epps had talked about that. He was talking about with uh with Cat and stuff. He was like, you know, of course, Kevin's in the position he is. He was like, me and Kevin cool, but he was like, it's okay to be able to say that something is not funny if it's not fucking funny, right? I guess I guess it was maybe in in the manner that of, of how he was saying it because I guess it sounded more 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 hateful than you know than an an actual, an actual him actually criticizing. You know I actually saying? I juxtapose like I juxtapose that with Royce when Royce had his whole thing with old boy. Um, what's his name? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Yeah. Because they asked him. Who he thought won the rap battle between Tory Lanez and Jordan Lucas? That guy. You know, Royce said the minimum, but it was right. like, "Oh, you hating?" It's like, no, no, it was like he went into detail. He said, <coughs> "I thought old boy won." And even that's it. That's it. That's his opinion. Yeah. Oh no. Well, there's too many fucking egos in this in that business anyway. So you know, they really make it challenging for people to share their opinions. Period. It's one thing if you share like a hateful um, blanket opinion, like right. you don't like particular culture or people or race. That's one thing. But if you just share your opinion on music you like or a comedian you think is funny, you're entitled to that shit. Now you should be able to say it without five million, you know, Twitter followers of backlash and shit. Right. What the fuck is that shit? Like, God forbid anybody criticizes Yeah, Beyonce. like you're not allowed Beyonce to have your opinion. Like yeah, that. like if I don't like a Beyonce song, I don't like a Beyonce song. Right. I mean, what? I hate her. What? what? Yeah. Hey, 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 we ain't we ain't we ain't we ain't found shit. Lord Beyonce, she is our she she's our queen. She These niggas don't know what they're talking about. This ain't Court say this ain't Court ain't say none of that shit. I, I think she's an amazing artist. So do I. She's an amazing artist, an outstanding performer. From what I hear, I mean, I ain't hating on her, but I, every song that she dropped, right? I ain't, I ain't never bought a Beyonce album. Man. I haven't either. Only, only song I got be uh, be, with Beyonce on is that uh, Bonnie and Clyde 2000, whatever mm-hmm. fucking was with her and Jay Z. It's just not my lane, but um, yeah, you, these motherfuckers here. Oh, and don't don't say shit about Nicki. Yeah, it's don't like don't say shit about like, everybody got their different you it's, know it's hives, one, and it's one thing to defend it, like. I I feel like even that with me. Like I have people who don't agree with stuff with me, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I'm like, how? Like Mike, Mike in the group, in the hip hop group, he always throwing out Wayne being the best or whatever. I know Mike since he was 16. Like that's always been his opinion, and I'll joke and, and whatever, but that's his opinion. Like you entitled to it, my right. nigga. You cool. I'm not gonna like fucking judge you and come down on you every single time right. or we, not we, be friends with you. Yeah, we fuck with him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like talking about kicking him out the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's all, it's all love. It's like, all right, cool, man. You the little nigga like who you like. Who you like. You just Whatever. Like, they don't give people space to do those things anymore. I can't even give you one song. <laughs> yeah, one song of ways that I like uh, the one when he did with the acoustic guitar. Uh, that's pretty cool. Which yeah. one? Where he was singing How to Love? Right, How to Love, yeah. That's that's one of the... That and uh, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. That's the only... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I like a few of his songs. I like his best rapper alive track. I like his uh, Bring the Beat Back. And I can't think of the other one. I like, actually, the one with him and Swizz is catchy. I don't. I won't say I like it, 
But if I'm somewhere and I'm lit and they play it, mm-hmm. you would definitely think I liked it because I'm gonna dance. You 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 out there doing the home oh, shaking shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting in it. Hey, what the fuck? No, <laughs> like I think the lyrics <laughs> dumb as fuck. Right. Like, I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a vibe. I'm gonna say I'm drunk right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. All right. Mm. So yeah, Swizzy. Yeah, y'all gotta check out that Swiss and uh, uh, Drink Chance podcast. Swizz was lit. Was he? That nigga was gone off that Tiger Bowl. So they got some more. Who? Yeah. <clears throat> they actually had what's his name on it of the uh, Marlon Wayans. I thought uh, Tiger Bowl was a uh, was a uh, band. It's been banned. Like uh, they like, get it somehow. Like seriously banned now. They still getting it. Uh, okay. They were saying on him like, "Hey, yeah, you got that TB." He was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Swiss, hey, 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 hold up, hold up." We the Nori still being Nori. They were smoking and drinking, and nigga Swiss talking about, "Can we take a uh, pause so I go to the bathroom?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, Swiss, need to take a pee pee break." <laughs> <laughs> Never drunk though. He like I don't know if he's drinking with them, but he's never drunk. I watch the videos and, and sometimes, and he may take a shot or two, but he never really gets. Yeah, he just because he ain't fucking Nori and shit. Like, nah, that's the reason why I stopped listening to that shit. Still, still, still watching the videos actually is more entertaining. It sometimes is, too. but still, to me, the the, the classics were Diddy, uh, Fifty Cent, and uh, Dame. Those to me, those are three funniest ones. I just sat back and I laughed. Take off his shirt. Take off his shirt. Yeah. Take off his shirt. Those, because you know, because fifty, he don't drink, and they got his ass drunk. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah. all this shit came out. All this man. shit, man. I see why fifty don't drink because he a little loose. Yes, yeah, man. man all this shit, shit came yeah, out, man. Man. and all that, and it was hilarious. And then, uh, the John Rule episode was funny. It was, it was too. funny. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. They had some funny ass fucking episodes. The shows are good. Yeah, yeah. But Q-Tip was telling that nigga to shut up so he could tell the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, story. Yes, Q-Tip. Swizz basically told him the same thing. He was like, oh, "They going at him on Twitter like if you don't shut up." No, that nigga said he just laughs it off. Like, no, we're really telling you. Yeah, shut no, up. He, that's, right. that's his thing, though. He's gonna do his thing, so mm-hmm. I don't think he give a fuck. Nah, he doesn't because he's he had him doing his ad libs on the show. And they, and they was talking, the Swiss was trying to say something. Nori was like, nah, nah, you know, we like to give give our, our, our legends the, the the appreciation while they still. That nigga Swiss talking about, God damn it! Nigga, <laughs> 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 that shit was funny. Because LL was dropping jewels. Oh, my that's a great episode. That's a really good episode. That is a great episode. I think that's when I, that was the last straw for me. You was done with him? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I really only listen to that now and Ear Hustle and uh, um, Cold Switch. I don't even listen to, po- I listen to our podcast. It's, I listen to ours. That's probably only because I have to. Yeah. To edit it and shit. That's about it. I usually listen to ours because I got people who, who listen and then they ask me questions, questions about right. it. And you don't like, remember it. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. when I had said that, uh, hold up, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, we ain't had a time to get at all. Uh, it's good to talk. Yeah, sometimes it is. It's just one of those uh, one of those days. Yeah. Um, 2018 in review. 
Man, hmm. 2018 for me personally, just as bad as 2017. I can say, yeah. If, if this is bad, if, if, I mean, 2017 is kind of hard to uh, hard to match because you know, you know, two niggas, you know, died. Yeah. You know, let's say they call them niggas. My grandmother and my uncle died yeah. in 2017. Uh, <clears throat> 2018. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we lost pops. Pops. I lost a job. I mean, you know, and then and that and money. Um, and yeah. then homeboy of mine's passed. <clears throat> but in dealing with pops and and uh, other shit, I just didn't have time. And unfortunately, and I know, I know his family's looking at me real, real crazy, right? Because we were, we were close. Not necessarily when he passed, but we were close <clears throat> at one point in time. Me and that nigga was thinking, thickest things. Oh, you saw him, you saw me, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But um, I was dealing with too much shit at that time, and I just really didn't want to, you know, see him that way. Yeah, because we, I mean, what's, this is right, this is after that. It was died, before. Right? It was before? It was a couple of days before. Okay. But it was, it was the pro, it was in the process of dying. So uh-huh. we were still, we were dealing with that shit, and then, you know, the homie passed. So, <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 I fought with it. I was like, I was getting up and getting ready to go, and I went and I looked up. I was outside. It was raining. I was like, you know what? I'm not going. Like, I don't feel like it. But I just don't want to see this shit and be involved in this shit. I mean, yeah, after losing, you know, a, a Grammy and, and Unk, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, it numbs you. It's just like, you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to see it. You know, I mean, I had I had reservations about 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 I had reservations about going to, you know going to Pospino. You know, right. I dealt I dealt with that. I struggled with it because it's like ugh, you just don't want to go through it. But me being the oldest, you know, you had to. I had to go. Right, and and, and, and funerals are just trash to begin with. Period. You know, with motherfuckers getting up and talking, and yeah, and the uh, 57 songs they sing during this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to my mom uh, or, uh, a couple of days ago, and we were talking about my grandmother's uh, 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 funeral, and it was this girl there. Apparently, my grandmother had uh, mentored her. And she basically, when she came to church, she was loose, dressing all skimpy and shit. And, you know, she was telling me, you know, to wear longer dresses and to not show as much cleavage. And I looked at her, I was like, but your titties are out right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I've literally been staring at them the whole time. <laughs> Was it the the, uh, the light skin? Yeah, oh. yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts, son. Woo. But she knew that I was too, because she kept giving me this me. evil look. <laughs> the, she I, mean, I, I was like, hey, 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 hey. hey. hey I know my grandmother's laying right there, but, but damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, titties out. And, and I just thought it was, <laughs> <laughs> but but I was just making observation with both of them. I just thought it was weird how. <laughs> They um, yeah, basically sorry. catered to uh, the head pastor. I won't even say his name. Who gives a fuck about him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it was just weird. 
and like for them that's normal. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Nobody yeah. pays you, but you outside are coming in mm-hmm. and how they the deal with how they look at these motherfuckers and shit. Like this nigga walks on water. Right. And mm-hmm. they waited on him and they broke him his plate. They sat down and was all sniggling and giggling, especially the women. Yeah. In this man's face. Oh, you good, Pastor? So and so and so and so. Can I get you anything? You need this? You need that? And it's like, but the family of the lady that y'all just helped us, you know, celebrate and sit on, mm-hmm. sitting right here. And y'all ain't putting that much effort and attention into, but y'all sitting here worried about this nigga here. Yeah. And his crew. You know what I'm saying? And 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 me and which leads me into kind of a segue into what we wanted to talk about about a certain uh, asshole pastor here yep. in Dallas who has a following that we are about to piss the fuck off. Uh, Ricky Punk Bitch Rush. Punk yeah. Bitch Ass Nigga Motherfucking Hoe Ass Nigga. Is that his own name? Is that, is that I mean, there's more. Before, before, there's before you segue into that, it, I brought, it brought a memory because, you know, Grammy and Grammy used to live next door to the pastor years ago. And I remember this is before they had rebuilt the new church, rebuilt it and everything else, because before that, the church was basically a shack. And um, I mean, it's basically a shack now. Yeah, but it was it was older shack back then. Right. Um, and I remember, you know I remember going <laughs> in to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I remember going into their house, and um, it was like walking through a. Museum is like everything in there was expensive, and even as as a teenager, or or I won't say I was like maybe ten or eleven, and I I remember thinking in my head, I was like, Why do you have all this? Why do you have all this? And and the building that we go worship in is basically falling apart. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got a Cadillac priorities and parked, in, you know, and parked in the back. You know what I'm saying? You know. And all these, right. yeah, one right themselves and shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I because I remember, yeah, he had a when when after they built that new building and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I remember him pulling up to that motherfucker in a brand new fucking Corvette. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. But anyway, uh, speaking of, uh, that's bad, man. Yeah, no. I think too in general, like especially black people, there's we're not really taught like uh, funeral etiquette. So I think beyond like, oh, my condolences, people don't know how to cater to families that are suffering. Like they just know, oh, I offer my condolences. Right. You know, that's it. Like what else am I supposed to do? Fed you watch our next chicken. What else right. you want? You know what I'm saying? So I think our understanding of suffering is different because it's really a lot for a lot of people is based around religion. So some people have the idea that, oh, you know, they not suffering no more. They in a better place. They gone on to glory. You know, and the other people it's like they just fucking dead. They're not here no more. Right. I miss them. So you got these two sides mm-hmm. trying to come together. Right. And there's always going to be like, you know, miscommunication the, the, and stuff. Yeah, a little, a little, <coughs> little tension and shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, the motherfuckers come up to you. She, she's gone on to the Lord. I was like, are you sure? You know what I'm saying? It's like, because I'm not. I don't know yeah. you want to be sure. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, 
And that's that's the tough part too when you're having those uh, events at churches because because you're in their building, they're they're able and willing, and they're gonna project their beliefs on you. Right. Period. Right. Yes. Period. Yes. <clears throat> and all you can do is, is kind of sit back because you can't be rude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. You, know, you really want to be. Yeah. I mean, I could have been. Yeah. I could have been and wouldn't have had a problem doing it. It just knowing that you know her ghost would probably come, you know, flying out the closet <laughs> in the restroom or some shit, mad at a nigga for the shit that he did, right? Or said, you know, I could have been at dad's because you know when uh, Skip showed up. Oh, oh hot! Oh, I don't give a shit if he even listens. When he, when he doesn't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. I was like, wow. It's right, nigga. We got beef with you, niggas. <laughs> you <in the> podcast, <laughs> niggas. Show up, niggas. See anyway, anyway, back to where y'all talking about. <laughs> Before I get into that, but, uh, tangent. Ricky Rush is a hoe. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, a hoe hoe. Been ho 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 many years. So I saw your your girl's post mm-hmm. about him not only abusing her mm-hmm. but her son. Mm-hmm. And then of course we know. Well, I know. You know your your you know story about uh, homeboy. Yeah. Um, Mike, but. Podcast listeners may not know. I don't know if you want to go into some of the shit. Uh, I can give a short summary. Okay. Like I, I started going there when I was a teenager. Um, I think I was sixteen. I think it was like my sophomore year, maybe the end of my freshman year of high school. So how did y'all end up all the way? Because y'all were living in Wiley. Exactly. And, 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 so uh, I is in what Oak Cliff? Yeah, it's in Duncanville. So it. it it happened that way because we were living in Wiley, going to my grandparents' church, First Baptist of Wiley. Predominantly white church, singing hymnals, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really go to church in Baltimore. Like we, were, I went to Christian schools, but we didn't go to church. My mom worked at a church. Mm-hmm. She was office manager for Zion Baptist Church in Baltimore. Um, but... So when we came here, we would go to church with my grandparents. My mom, you know, came uninterested. She stopped going. I would go. I was uninterested because I went to high school with these teenagers that y'all got me up here with. I know these motherfuckers is racist and nasty and shit, mm-hmm. and I got to show up on Sunday and act like they cool. So I stopped going. I was like, I'm not interested. So my mom started looking for another church, and a friend of her job recommended she check out iBot. She went and checked it out. I was one of the motherfuckers. Yep. You probably got an iBock at your iBocker at your at your job yep. right now. Yep. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So she went and checked it out, and then I guess she said during one of the messages, he was like, "If your kids don't come, bring your kids to church." Blah blah blah. So she made me go. I was not trying to go, but then when I got there, I was like, "God damn, I ain't seen this many black people in a long time." Then you know, it was also like, "Damn, there's some cute girls up in here." Right. So of course, you know, start getting pulled in. We started going there. Um. Me and Rush had a, a different, a unique relationship. Like, just the full disclosure, like he never did anything to me um, sexually or otherwise. But we we got close quick. I don't know. Like he used to call me Billy Graham. There, that's actually how a lot of people knew me. They didn't even know my my name for a while. Um, that was just a nickname he gave me. He nicknames people. That's also a part of cult shit. But. Um, so yes, going there for years. Then when it was time for me to go to college, I didn't know where I wanted to go. I talked to him. He's the one who recommended I go Christ for the Nations. I'm like, who? He ended up teaching there. 
And uh, halfway also in Oak Cliff too, ain't it? Yeah, that's off Keystone Polk. I seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Built in the hood, crazy. It used to be a Hilton, and they took the Hilton building and they purchased it. So that tower is the men's dorm. Um, but yeah, so started going there, whatever. But I started working at the church, mm-hmm. and that's where I met my ex-wife. And that's where the problem started kicking in. There's unwritten rules there, like in the other cult, that people who go there know, but it's not written anywhere for you to, you know, pull it up and be like, what's this? And the unwritten rule, which he used to, because on Fridays he had meetings with just the men, called Men's Fellowship. And it was like, if you're going to date a sister in the church, just let me know. This is how I used to pose it. Just let me know. He was like, I'm not blocking or nothing, he said, but... The church is a hospital. There's some sick people here. And he always used as an example this dude who tried to date, didn't say nothing to him, and started having sex with the girl. Now he itching and got a problem he can't get rid of. So, <clears throat> right. So, you know, you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to open up with my pastors. I, I let him know. Went through the whole thing, told him about, you know, my ex and... She was interested in me. I'm interested in her. He's like, cool, whatever. We start talking hot and heavy. He talking about y'all need to pump the brakes on it. I didn't realize at the time that's more his, like, style. I think he just assumed that I wasn't going to be her type and that it wouldn't work, so it was no big deal. But when it didn't go like that, right. he started trying to insert himself in it. And <clears throat> did everything, man, from we had meetings at the church staff meetings where uh, he would ask me about her. Like staff, like I worked on the staff. This has nothing to do with work. And he'd be like, why you still dating this sister after I told you not to? And I'm like, what? Nigga. Nigga. What? <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. But that was that was a part of and that, so wow. when you think of the R. Kelly and, and those women and the that control. It, the control of the environment. Oh, this is gonna be a segue episode, baby. Go ahead <laughs> strap in. <laughs> That's that environment though. And and in that environment, the leader who so like Ricky Rush or R. Kelly in that case, create the rules. They create that world. And they change the rules. So it's like you can't win the game because they're gonna change the rules that yeah, you play. Right. House so, always wins. Right. But they have something you want. And so what Ricky Rush had what in terms of myself was a family environment. I made a lot of friends there who some of them I'm still friends with today. You know, a lot of them stopped being friends with me after I left. That's right. that's par for the course. Oh, yeah, that's that's some cause normal. Yeah. yeah. You leave the cult with yeah. the environment, they start fucking with you. But he right. knows so the, 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 I'm not going to say he's a psychologist, but he knows psychology enough to know who he's choosing. Also from Chicago, right? Who? Ricky. Nah, he's from West Dallas. I thought he was from Chicago. Nah, uh, John Wiley from Chicago. Yeah, but I thought that's how they knew each other. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, oh, and so Ricky, before he was pastor there, he was a teacher at Skyline High School in Dallas. And that's where the rumors began that he was, you know, doing stuff with the girls. He thought he taught a theater class. He was there. I met him wanted to be in his theater class because all the girls was in his theater class. Right. And he said he couldn't get in. And uh, so he had a problem with him. <clears throat> After he left there, he he told the story of he got fired because he wore like a white suit and some kid threw something on his suit. And when he confronted him, the kid called him a racial slur, so he choked him out. I 
don't know that that's the case. It probably has something to do with girls, actually. This is at Skyline. This though. is at Skyline. Nigga high, in other words. Yeah. So. He got fired over there. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Right. But so, after that, he started doing, uh, he put a choir together. The DITC. It's the Dallas Inspirational, or DIC, Dallas Inspirational Choir. So, a lot of those girls that were in the theater class were in the choir. Mm. And they traveled, and they would sing, and then that eventually grew into, I'm going to start a church. Hold on. You said the D-I-C? D-I-C. So, Dick Choir? The Dick Choir. Oh, wow. Indeed. Levels of shit. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. For real, man. It's levels of shit. Yeah, so he started the church. They, I think when they started, they were on uh, on Buckner. It was off Buckner in the little old beat up building, and a lot of those people from there. That's where Sam started going, mm-hmm. and a lot of those, you know, he kids who he had in relationships with started coming there and bringing their kids, and then it grew to Westmoreland and where it is now. But so <clears throat> essentially, the issues with me and and uh, well, you can take her name out, but okay. Uh, became such a thing that I got to the point where I was like, yo, this is not biblical. There's no biblical basis for what he's doing. So it took a year. It wasn't like it was short. So most people normally immediately, was when a nigga is like, you need to stop dating so-and-so, you're like, whoa, nigga, what the fuck? Red flags, all this? Right. But <clears throat> I had been there since I was 16. At this point, I'm like 19. I trust this guy. I'm thinking he's seeing something I can't see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe he was. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, in, in <laughs> maybe he was. Just for a reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? but the way he went about it was so poor that it, you know, it pushed me to research and try and figure out where the biblical basis was when I couldn't find one. Um, and he kept harassing me and harassing her because it wasn't just me. Right. Like she was getting called in his office and he saying stuff about her, like walking around with no shoes on, which. All the women there, you know, take their shoes off, walk around. But he apparently called her in the office and was like, "Why you walking around here with no shoes on? Who you trying to turn on? Who you trying to? Who you trying to? What? Like just ask the questions aggressively." And I'm Look like, at his feet. No, nah, but that's a legitimate question because apparently a lot of motherfuckers out here like feet. But, Foot know, fetish world. I, I ain't never understood that. You know, it's not my thing. But yeah, I'm like, all right. In front of me, you know, I'm, not I'm more like Eddie I'm Murphy on Boomerang. I mean, I might look at them to see if they dragon talons, but you know, I I ain't putting my mouth on them, so I don't yeah, give a fuck. Even then, I don't care. I ain't fucking the feet, so <laughs> ain't fucking give me. Hey, that's your thing. You know, you got to <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, it, I end up leaving. Or just decide, like, well, one, I got fired. I got fired for praying for KT. Um, yeah, um, so. Hold up, you got fired for praying for a friend? Yes. So, I got fired from the church for praying for him. Because he was so fucked up. KT from the hood. He from Dallas, like, South Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, he's seeing the stuff in the staff meetings. He's like, why are you asking you about that? He was like, this ain't right, dude. But this was his family. Like, this is his environment now. He's off the streets, you know. With the gang or whatever, he would, I don't think he was deep in the gang, but he had dropped out of high school, so he mostly just had neighborhood friends and right. shit. So now it's like, yo, this is fucked up. He had told me he was like, man, I don't know, man, this is wild. I don't like it. He was like, I've been having, I've been feeling kind of depressed, and I'm like, word. And he was like, yeah, not like kill myself type shit, but just depressed. So me at that time, I'm like. Okay, you're not going to kill yourself, but you fucking mentioned it. So let me at least go pray for you. We were at work. I go over there to pray for him. 
we end up talking. Oh, during this time, they had changed the rules so they're like, we're not supposed to be in certain areas together because they felt like we were banding together against the church because we didn't have overtime. We didn't have PTO. We were working often. Like, it was normal for us to clock out and go back to work. Word? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of... What are they, uh, labor abuse, I guess, or whatever right. you would labor call laws, it. Labor laws, breaking labor laws. Yeah, they the same thing with the teachers. The teachers who work there, the women, man, they would come in, clock in, they, you know, have more than too many kids in the class. Sometimes we have to stand in the class so they can go to the bathroom. Uh, most of them walking to work, ain't got no new car, you know, see no new hairdos. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas is poor, basically, working for you. Um... So, yeah, oh, the the deacon, they only have one deacon there, and he saw me over there with KT, and I know he's going to say something, so I actually didn't pray with him. I had just listened to him talk about what was going on, and I was like, he was like, what you doing over here? And I was like, I'm headed back to my side, so I go back over where I was supposed to be, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I ain't pray for my nigga. So I, I, I cut back, like, on some stealth shit. I'm like, I don't see this nigga. Mm-hmm. I go back, KT was cleaning up one of the restrooms, I go, I literally pray with him. I come out. I'm going back to my side As I'm turning the corner I look and I see the deacon Coming out the sanctuary He see me About an hour later He called me in his office And he was like Yeah we're going to have to let you go You know you was out of your area And it's unfortunate And whatever. I had been working there for Three years at that point I think And when I started working there They were just paying me cash under the table I was at Christ for Nations When I came on full time I was making seven twenty-five an hour And I was doing We We me, KT, and uh, this guy, we did everything. We we cleaned up for the school, like the cafeteria. Uh, kids, you know, throwing milk in the trash, miss. They have uh, chicken tetrazzini, the, the trash bag pop. We got to clean that up. We cleaning up the gym, all the little extra areas, vacuuming the sanctuary. They have a funeral. We manning the cameras. We doing the soundboard. So he's got the lowest, low-budget staff that does everything ever. Right. So, yeah, they, so they fired me. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like, he was I'm like, I hate to do this. <clears throat> oh, man. It's just on another level, probably because, you know, so many people are aware now. They fired KT like two hours later, too. So he wasn't even out of his area. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this was part of y'all's yeah, setup. Right. Yeah. Because we're getting too aware. Because it was started asking about like man how come we don't never get no overtime man how come we ain't got no pto how come we don't get no insurance we had none of that shit nigga we was just up in there working for the love of the fucking church mm-hmm. so anyway um no left volunteer he left before he got fired but he ended up going back i think he still goes there oh word yeah oh, yeah wow yeah 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 it's man being being in that environment is a mind fuck because the things that when you like you said when you outside looking in so you go to your your people's church and they cater into the pastor you like this is some like really weird worship type shit but when you in that environment it looks like something that's normal it's like oh they taking care of the man of god that's how you see it so you don't see it the way other people see it it's just normal in that world and that's how they orchestrate that world and that's how like uh and they set it up too like like people not gonna understand rush used to say that they're not gonna understand how much time you spend at church and they don't want to see you uh change and do better and that so a lot of people go there and they don't fuck with their family no more because their family don't fuck with i buy mm-hmm. so people separate from their family and choose this and all of that is a part of that whole dynamic anyway so long story short i stopped going there i 
confronted Rush about the whole thing. He lied on the phone to me about uh, I was on. I called. I called him on the phone at uh, my ex's suggestion. She was like, "At least call him and tell him you ain't going no more. Get some closure." I'm like, "This nigga don't want to hear from me." She said, "Just call him." We all had his phone number. Called him. He answered. Mm-hmm. Had a conversation. Told him I, I can't stand behind him no more. I don't believe in you, dude. He like cool. You know. He kept telling me not to take her with me when I leave, and I'm like, "She grown. She gonna do what she want to do." Mm-hmm. I have no control over that. And so, uh, oh, I think what was getting off the phone, he said, he said, uh, whenever I talk to sister, talking about my ex, sister so-and-so, he was like, you know, I won't um, bring up the conversation we had. I was like, all right, cool, man. Bye. Hung up. He called her in like less than 30 seconds immediately. He just didn't know we were right there with each other. Um, and so for her, it was like, and this nigga foul. It's like further confirmation. Right. And it pushed me and her closer together. But yeah, it was like after we stopped going though, then you know, people start. So you have some people who try to talk you into coming back. Right. You have some people who hear that you don't go no more, so they reach out to you like, yeah, this nigga's foul. But a lot of nobody was saying it. Like it wasn't known to me. I only had one person, and that was that's still my dude, and the one who married me. He's the only one who had ever told me. He was like, "Man, what you see up there on Sundays, and who this dude is, is not is not the same thing." Right. And I, I was mad. I was defending him, you know. Right. And because that's normal to defend him. That's how he trains you to do that without you knowing. It's like subconscious training right. through the message, but. I just decided after that, man, like, I'm going to tell it. Like, I'm, I'm going to put this shit out there. So, I started putting on Facebook. A lot of people unfriended me. I don't give a fuck. Um, and then, like, uh, maybe two years, maybe a year and a half after I dipped out, then Sam and his family left. So, Sam did the same thing, sharing on Facebook. Because we were just like, we know the truth. We're not going to be quiet about it. Right. So, that's where it's at, man. And that's why I give kudos to people because they don't, they be like, well, why are you saying it now? And why you, and that question in itself, I think is uh, problematic very mm-hmm. very because you're starting at the wrong point in this story to me that's like when you catch somebody cheating on you mm-hmm. or you catch your girl texting somebody and then their first question is never or their first statement is not like I'm sorry I won't do it it's all oh, why you going through my phone right. nigga that's not the problem right now you know what I'm the problem is you fucking other people and that's that's exactly what it sounds like to me when people are like well why are you why are you saying it now? Why are you just now saying something about it? Doesn't matter when people decide to share. Mm-hmm. If it's if it happened to them, it happened to them. Right. You that's know? some Scientology shit. Yeah. It's it's deep. It's right. a deep, it's deep cold deep. cold. Yeah, because like when when she were interviewing people, people who left, you know, Scientology, it was you know, and they told their story and basically everybody said, Well, why are you doing this now? That's always the question. That's, that's a form of uh, victim. Victim. It is. Because yeah. exactly. you're already doubting my story. Right. Exactly. Based on you think I have ulterior motives. Right. Which I think is. I, the reason I think it's ridiculous is because why would I acknowledge and admit. Okay, I put myself in a woman's shoes. Why am I going to admit that somebody violated my fucking body? For what? Like, you're saying I'm going to get some gain off of it, right? Or people like, well, they doing it for money. How many women do you know that's banking off of saying they were sexually assaulted? Right. I can't think of any. I can't, I can't think know. of any. No. And I feel like even if you Google it, you find like five of them. You know how many fucking women there are in the world? 
Right. So that's insane. Right. But it's it's we're in a patriarchal society, so people lean that way. Even the women do, which is the saddest part. Because it's like you got the women's march stuff. Like y'all gotta hold each other down. Come on now. But yeah, it's it's crazy when you're in that bubble. That's what I call it. You're in that bubble. So whatever. I haven't watched the series yet, but the women who were in that bubble with R. Kelly, like I can understand them seeing things totally different versus when they're outside of it. Right. When you're outside of it, it's more critical thinking and logic. And right. now you're like, oh, that was never right. Right. You know that it was always something wrong with a 50 year old man wanting a, a 19 year old right. to come and share who you're interested in in this church. Like that's not why I come to this church. That part of my life has nothing to do with you, unless we decide to get married and do some marriage counseling or something. Okay. Right. But beyond that, like it's not like you giving me tools for dating and no shit. Right. Exactly. So are you doing is either blocking or, or allowing things to happen? It's right. like right. what's that, the point? That when he said that shit, if I, me in that situation, he said that shit to me. Number one, I'd have looked at his ass sideways, probably from jump, because I'm just automatically able to spot bullshit from day one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if you said that shit, I'd be like, nigga, please, I'm telling you shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, it's, man, it's, 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 it's a, and so I think he preys on people in that environment who are looking for. I was going to do an expose and go in that bitch on the cover or some shit. <laughs> 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 nigga, you be irritated by day one. By day one. Like, I try. Fuck that place. Fuck him. Fuck some niggas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> on my way out, I slapped a couple niggas. This is what happened. Yeah, nah, but when it, he preys on people who are looking for certain things. Right. It's, it's single mothers there with kids, and they're looking for a pseudo family. They're looking for a father figure. Right. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you can identify that in somebody, you can manipulate that. And that's mm-hmm. what he does. And the same thing with R. Kelly. You sitting outside of a high school, nigga, you're looking for particular girls. You ain't running up on the girls who running out to hug their daddy and he in a military uniform and he look like he done shot a couple niggas. No, you gonna deal with the ones you feel like is the path of least resistance. Right, right. Or something that he could use. Something I got. Yeah. Something that you want. Yeah. Right. That's what happened with a lot of these girls that he got R. Kelly shit. Uh, they're singers or they're dancers or they're looking for ways to get into the industry and mm-hmm. oh, I can help you. Because mm-hmm. that's how he got uh, one girl that her, her parents are still running to try to get her out is because she's a singer. Yeah. And her whole thing is she left and went to go meet up with him without her parents knowing and they went and got her and asked her what the fuck she was doing. It was like, well, y'all gonna blow my shot. This is my shot. So that's what that nigga, you know, provides for, you know, some of these girls. They think that, oh, this is my way. This is my ticket out. You know what I'm saying? Get that to a couple of them. So. Yeah. He, um, the first part of the latest series, uh, when he started to get popular and they were working on his first CD, and uh, he would literally hang out at, at the high schools. And, and like you said, it, it was like, you know, he would go in and basically parody mode where he was single out uh, mostly from probably from all, all single parent homes mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you know like you said he she's not running up to uh, hug daddy who's you know who's ex-military like you're saying you know there wasn't wasn't a father figure you know mm-hmm. um, um, in their lives and so they looked up to him you know um, because he's this rising star this and that so of course they're looking up to him as a father figure right well it, it, yeah. also you know schools yeah. basically in a in, in a place where a lot of these folks are broke mm-hmm. so you know even if they if the dad was in there 
if your daughter has some sort of talent and uh, R. Kelly, you know, comes up to the school and oh, I met him, you're automatically thinking, well, we about to, you know, get Blow up. about yeah. this yeah. situation. Right. So I think a lot of those parents uh, probably turn their a blind eye to some of the shit that, because I mean, it had been common knowledge before he even became, you know, super successful or famous that this nigga, you know, tend to hang around younger women and shit, you know. That was, you know, the the, the But you know what? The, the thing too though, when you go into that environment and you want something from it, um so if you go into iBot and you're wanting to get close to Ricky Rush, or because you know Ricky Rush fucked with T D Jakes, Sean Wiley Price, like Roy Williams, the former cowboy, you know, he had connections with the Cowboys, with the Mavericks. So if you wanting to be a part of that world and somebody tells you, hey man, this dude is foul, he manipulative, whatever, you're more likely to be like, ah, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't I don't know that that's true. Let me go find out for myself because you want something from there. Right. But the people he's 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 taking advantage of. I'm, say, I'm not saying they don't want something from him because I'm sure they do, but it, he's he's selecting them, and that's the important part to me because that's willful. Like this is not accidental. It's not like you accidentally ended up in your office after hours with this sister from the church, and then one thing led to another. No, you ain't tripping, following her pussy. Like you selected her, right? You highlighted her the way you do in your in your church, which by in him he'll bring people up to the front and talk about like. You know, this sister so-and-so, and she came from this type of lifestyle, and she's giving her life to God, and we're going to look out for her, whatever. But when he does that, he's marking them so that the guys kind of know, like, oh, that's pastors. Like, that's the sister he's looking out for. We're going to look out for her, too, but on some brother shit. Right. Not on no I'm oh, trying to holler right, type right, shit. Right. So, and yeah. If you do, that's when you, that's the problem. Right. That's, that's when you, you get, get called out. You get called out. Outside of the church. You meeting there for, on Fridays with 300 men, and this nigga stand you up and be like, hey, why you and sister so-and-so? And you got all these dudes who look up to him, and so now you look like the bad guy. Right. You don't win in that environment. You can't fight 300 niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You cannot win in that environment. I can fight 300 niggas. They, they made a movie drive. about 300 niggas. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> thought they could fight more than uh, what they did, and they got killed. They kill, right? And these niggas were seasoned warriors. And it's actually happened. So, you know, <laughs> hey. But yeah, so I mean, I, I'm gonna watch the R. Kelly thing. I haven't yet, but I'm, that's my mindset already. Is like the dude is a manipulator. He's he knows people want something from him, and he wants something. So I gotta figure out the easiest route, the path of least resistance to get what I want. Period. And if what I want is illegal, it don't fucking matter. Right. Right. Well, it, it comes down it's to yeah. It basically, I mean, comes yeah, down yeah. To it's it's a it's a malignant narcissist is what they call it. Because mm-hmm. like you got regular narcissists, malignant narcissists actually get enjoyment from damaging you. Right. They're so selfish that they're unable to really see. Or care about the effect that they have. Right. They talked about. They interviewed um, uh, his brother. Um, um, both of them. It's the one. The one of them is, is incarcerated. Yeah, we were talking about that before you got here. Yeah, incarcerated. And how how he was. Uh, and, and it doesn't really give me any, any sympathy for him, but the fact that he was uh, uh, sexually abused. 
Uh, they all, all three work. All of them. Yeah. Sexually abused. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, that makes me think too. Like when you think of people, and then there's a cycle there. Right. Abuse, so abusees become an abuser. Right. Usually. And I've seen that in my life with women who watch their moms get abused, and now they're in a cycle of abuse. So that's that's that happens. Um, but at the same time, there are people who've been in cycles of abuse and decided to go another, another way, way, which means mm-hmm. it's possible. Right. So it's, it's not that I, I wouldn't feel bad for R. Kelly for what they went through growing up, but at the point where you start victimizing other people, it's like you take that option off the table for me. Right. Like, I, I want to feel bad for you. It's terrible what you went through, but right. now you're doing the same thing to other people. And there's no room for me to feel bad. Right. Like, I, I even think of Ricky Rush. Like, his situation grew up poor in West Dallas. Okay, cool, man. And, you know, you're trying to rise to the top. You're short. You're black. You're ugly. You know, you're trying to make it in this world so I can feel for you, but always once you a, start, always, always some butterface niggas and shit. What it is? Because R. Kelly is not attractive. Like I don't give a fuck what anybody no. says. It's a butterface. Uh, you know what I'm saying like yeah. a man enough to, to admit with some when another man is you know you know good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but, but the, the craziest guy. thing is that when of course when he went to trial and there were uh, people, it was it was like two different factions. You know, one one people people were there. You know, which really made me feel weird to support him tomorrow. You know, don't put R. Kelly in jail. This and that, yada yada yada. And everybody's seen the fucking tape. Seriously, right? You know. Then of course there were other people out there who were basically saying this nigga needs to go to jail. You yeah. know what I'm saying you know, but and there's still and there are still people who are trying to, to support this nigga. And I'm like. That's because we don't we don't live in the system we claim to. We claim to live in a system where you're innocent until proven guilty. Right. But that only applies to certain people. Right. Most of the time we consider people like we consider the women lying before they even get a chance to go to trial. Which is fucking it's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. crazy. When, but when it's police and stuff, then it's like, oh wait till the facts come out and we hear everything before we make judgment. Right. So it's like you can't exactly. have it both ways. You still got motherfucking supporting this chick. She went to somebody else's house and shot him dead. Yeah. Shot him dead. Dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You still Life got motherfuckers gone. out there fucking supporting her and shit. Oh, well, let's wait till the trial happens so we can hear all the facts. What facts? What's right? He was in his he house. Was in his right. house. In his home. He wasn't breaking into her house. Right. He wasn't doing shit but being black in his own in fucking his own place house. he pays for. It doesn't matter. He's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you motherfuckers are making excuses for Yeah, for man. The, the so many, so many people. is not blind. It's not. That bitch is speaking. She sees very clearly. Yeah, she does. And she biased as fuck. It's just a two-tier justice system. It's one justice system for people with wealth and it's another justice system for people without wealth. And, and Actually, you know what's cool is like Sean King, and then we're talking about the DA in St. Louis, I think, who's already, you know, clean the house. Yeah. yeah. Getting rid of niggas. Uh, he's taking out the cash for bail thing. He's uh, wiping out marijuana arrests. So it sounded like they was on point when they were like, the DA is a position where you can get these things done for Right. Him. Right. And even the uh, dude here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's cleaning the house too. Yep. Yeah. And charged the old girl with murder. Mm-hmm. Just off the top, just like, nigga, look, we going to murder. Fuck right. it. Fuck that other stuff. Ain't no manslaughter. Fuck is manslaughter when you go in somebody's house and, and shoot them. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I think of that like with R. Kelly. So he's got the the finances at his disposal to put up a great defense and to he can put rumors, you know, information out there. These women don't have those kind of resources. All they have is like this is what happened to me and I'm finally gonna share it. And the first thing I'm gonna be faced with is people calling me, you know, gold digger and that bitch lying and and then they be like, Well why why now? Because nigga, when everybody comes out, y'all shit on them. Right, exactly. Right. Like if I'm sitting at home and watching that and somebody fucking assaulted me, am I gonna be like, Yeah, let me go do that. Right. And turn my life upside down. Let me join in that too. Right. And motherfuckers that don't know me call me names. Yeah. Cause it, it extends past that. You know, they have to deal with their family. They have to deal with their friends. So now their world, which even though they've experienced what they've experienced, is probably tolerable. And now it's flipped upside down because you came out and said somebody sexually assaulted you. And then it's always like, well, why now? Because, man, because of y'all. That's my new answer. Why now? Because of you, bitch. Because of you. Because the niggas like you that don't believe. Mm-hmm. And the thousands of you pairing up together to jump on people to try and pick apart facts from a fucking traumatic experience. Right. Something that you don't know what happened. You ain't you experienced. Right. You a nigga who ain't never been fucked in the ass. And you over here telling somebody how they should handle sexual assault. Like, sit the fuck down. Right. That shit is retarded. It really is. And it's like, you know, a lot of these, these girls um, hadn't met each other, but the eerie thing is that they all have similar, the stories. similar stories. Right. And mm-hmm. one one of the women, um, uh, beautiful woman, um, uh, R. Kelly had met her at the, uh, which, which video was this? Um, Fiesta. And he singled her out. She was like, I think I want to say she was 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, talk about the one he had parade in front of her and the bathing suit shit. Talk about her. That might have been. Well, she yeah. was. She uh, was uh, did did videos um, that he filmed with uh, uh, what's the name's niece. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the part where she got the tape. You know, because she said he always kept the tapes in the bag, and and she decided to go and look at these tapes, and then of course she saw the one that he had did um, with you know her, uh, him, and uh, and what's her name's niece, and so she grabbed it and took it. Right. You know, um, then she got scared and and called him and told him, "I have the tape." You know, and of course. Uh, I guess she gave it to somebody else, and they had to negotiate to get the to get the tape the tape back, whatever. But I guess they had made copies because <coughs> the tape at announcement just showed up at the at the news at the news yeah. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That's what set the whole thing off. Cause yeah. the the thing had been uh, some allegations since like two thousand and he'd been paying people off, families off, right, for a long, very very right. long time. She didn't go to trial until two thousand eight when the tape shit came out. So. so something similar happened with Rush. He got he. Another part of outside of his sexual abuse with women there and stuff, um, he had a situation where dealing with teenagers, he used to paddle them and he used to say he had insurance for it, which he he didn't. But you say that so that people don't fucking try and go next level on you. Well, I know specifically of a situation where he paddled one teenager so hard because he had like a wooden one, like the long hand, like the school day shit, mm-hmm. and he had a metal one that had the holes in it, like a cheese grate. And he paddled this. I wasn't in there, but I was outside the office and I heard he paddled that boy so hard he shit on himself. 
Wow. I shit you not. Because I remember hearing the screams and I had to go do something else. And later on, one of the other guys who worked with me, he was like, man, did you did you hear what happened? And I was like, nah. He said, yeah, man. He said, we had to go get him some, because uh, he, you know, like shit on himself. I was like, what? <coughs> but here's the difference. In that environment, you thinking he's doing what's best for this teenager. Because the teenager keeps getting in trouble in school. Mom says she can't handle him, so somebody's trying to show discipline. That kid's in jail now. Man. But so, one of the teenagers he paddled, their family that stopped going there, brought a case against him. To which they did a deposition and everything. Like, it's, this is court record. So, I, I have to look it up, but it's open court record. And um, he settled. He settled out of court. That family now has those funds living pretty well off somewhere out like, fuck, I don't even remember the name of the town. They done built them a house on some land and all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, this is the thing. That when you settle, though, you usually have to sign an NDA. Right. So that's like the same thing with R. Kelly. That's how niggas keep keep doing this shit because nobody can come and be like, yo, this is what it is, whatever. And Sam was actually close to um, the family that did that. I mean, I think they're cool. I'm cool with their family and stuff. Um, And that was one of the things he said. I didn't want to be a part of it because I'm not doing the NDA. He said, I'm going to keep speaking the truth. Like, I'm going to keep sharing it, period. And that's what's important to me also. I'm not saying that if if they, if they throw $200,000, $500,000 at me, I ain't going to be like, well, time for a nigga to shut the fuck up. It's well Now, hey, y'all got to look back to them uh, Facebook memories yeah. for the truth because a nigga can't say shit now. But I mean, that's what they do. They throw money at it and it goes away. And so because of that, those things end up being rumors. Right. <clears throat> And so when it's unsubstantiated rumors, there's always the benefit of the doubt given, for the most part, to like a lot of people. He just say Alan Hearns break his ankle. Oh. That shit look nasty. They ain't even show the replay on TV. I I didn't see it. I just saw boy came down on right here and that joint popped out. Oh seriously. Like you can see the bone pop out like right here. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they had to go get the cart. Yeah. They They put them on the stretcher. Oh yeah, yeah. And when they came back from commercial, they was like, We're not gonna show the replay. I was like, Yeah, that shit gonna be. Social media, nigga. I was in the kitchen mm-hmm. and I just heard him say, We're not showing this again. And then when I came back in my room, it's like, Yeah, they're already putting him on it. Oh my. You can't. That you nigga can't, can't, can't like start is. Your face can't look like that. This nigga fumbled. Who, uh, Jackson? Mm mm. Who is that? You Dexter. just see it snap. Uh, and we had just got the ball. Yep, time to go. His I'm done. I got, I got like, more for next episode. His foot is like. I got more for next episode. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this is probably going to be a short one. Uh, oh my God. Oh, with that I don't know. He was in some serious pain. These niggas is uh, oh. off on some other shit right now. Yeah. Okay, you finish Jesus. Our yeah, we love y'all though. Uh, yeah, we do, but so we gonna call this. Are we gonna call this part one. Part Woo! one. Part okay, one. We gonna come come back with part two later on this week. I'm still gonna post it. So you listen to this. You probably listen to part one and the part two will be right behind it. Um, yeah, part two we're gonna go harder. Yeah, because yeah. all this other stuff will be over. Yeah, niggas. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm okay with that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, the shit's crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, like so we'll get more into to the shit uh, that, and then uh, we'll be looking forward to in 2019, and yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah, cause I ain't get to get my year in review. Right, with nobody gave. Yeah, just talk about fucked up shit. I know, right? This was a, a but, really pick me up podcast. Yeah, I mean, 2018 was a pretty was another fucked up year. Was that Trump's first year or second year? Second year. God damn. Yeah, second full year. Time flies, man. Cause uh, you only got. Basically, two more with his ass. I don't really see the impeachment shit happening, but you know, whatever. They gonna try. Yeah. They gonna yeah. They gonna definitely try. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what Mueller has, has uh, on. <clears throat> I know. I this. We need to be protecting Mueller at all costs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That nigga need to be under twenty four seven surveillance. Everything. Body armor. Yeah. They didn't put him in Whitsack. They he need to have a whole mask like Mission Impossible. A whole like you thought it was Mueller. You shot him. You go over and pull the mask off. It's a whole mask. We that's the side that will do some shit like that. Like take this nigga out. Right. And be like, oh, it's not a problem no more. Mueller report me like dead. Right. You you, you, you mess with him, the report doesn't go away. Right, right, right. (laughs) Don't worry, I got him. Like, did you get the documents, nigga? Did you get the files? (laughs) Dumb motherfucker. (laughs) You didn't tell me all that. Right. But yeah, uh, so part two coming on later on this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember, like, share, comment on most of the things. Uh, review. Reviews apparently are important, so you know, review. That would be nice. Uh, we're going to try some new some new shit in 2019 to get the podcast out there and get more listens and shit. And, yep. And whatnot. Uh, for those that didn't know, because we didn't scream it from the fucking you know, skies or from the roofs or whatever, uh, mountaintops, we did not get picked for the PRX program. Uh, Program uh, that Google and PRX was doing. Uh, got that old good rejection letter. But uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna try again. Yeah, we're gonna try again. Uh, and uh, yeah, new things coming in 2019, folks. But uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. Pick it up again. This has been We Ain't Found. Shit, we ain't found shit. Yeah, we definitely ain't found. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, peace, peace. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Court. You know what it is. Um, so you've been listening to the episode for a little while. You're wondering why am I stepping in? Well, got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material. So yes, there's, yes, yes. There's two ways to basically subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe through uh, ACAS Plus or you can subscribe through Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month, cancel anytime, uh, yada, yada, yada. Y'all know what the deal is. So, yes, we do. Basically, with that, you'll get uh, exclusive content. So, you'll get bonus material from that day's episode. Uh, you'll get never before or never seen or whatever uh, material. Like, I'm not going to show you my junk, but. I mean, I'll gas it up. Yeah, I mean, you know. Let's not go that Yeah, I mean, you know. But what you will get is uh, keys to immortality. Yeah. I mean, if that's something that's important to you, chocolate chip winning cookies. lottery numbers. Yeah, we, uh, we have that too. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life, but if you want to be rich, hey, I'll, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever. Call me now with a <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe five bucks a month. Two ways to do it: A class plus. Patreon 
We in this thing. This is We Ain't Found. Shit. We ain't found shit. But y'all definitely found a way to hear us more, I guess. Exclusive. 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 Exclus